Welcome to Conversations with Toy, a blogcast tackling life one episode at a time. This is the time to air out life's craziest moments. This space is all about speaking about life's hang-ups and ways in which we can leave better than when we started. Topics are all about ways we can find space to be better in life, love, mental space and health. Friday. What an absolute week. Let's be honest. This week was like a slow fast week, but I'll get to that in a little later in the episode. So if this is your first time joining the Conversations with Toy family, welcome. We hope that you stay. I hope that you enjoy. We have topics for all kinds of things, whether it's self-care, mental wellness, stress, relationships, parenting, all the things in between, we got you. This is season six and we have more than enough episodes for you to catch up. So don't be a stranger. Go in, check our catalog, find the episode that resonates with you the most, listen to it, share it, leave a comment. Those are three things you can do that are free and we absolutely love to hear and read your uh, reviews. But for this episode this week, what a week. Now, for all you parents, all my parents that listen, I know that not everybody wants to be a parent. Not everybody is able to become a parent. But for my parents, for five seconds, go with me. I have only been home with my kids for one week. Why does it feel like I've been home with them all summer? It's literally been only one week. If you are a parent, you understand the amount of stress of trying to manage and get these kids out of the house, have them be active, take them on events or take them to different outings maintain your work schedule, you know, do all the things, right? And this is the first summer where everybody, we outside, Beyonce just dropped her new hit this week and we are all outside and we're ready to, you know, we're not gonna let nobody break our soul and all those things. But listen, one person, one group of people that can break your soul is them kids. Now, why are they not eating with their school stomachs and they're eating with their home stomachs, which does mean they want breakfast, they want a breakfast snack, they want lunch, they want a lunch snack, they want afternoon snack, they want dinner, and then they want a dessert on the side. They weren't eating like that at school. So all the parents that are overwhelmed, that are a little stressed out, that has a lot on your plate, trust me, I absolutely, absolutely get it. We are all feeling the crunch. So hang on in there, you know, get them out into the water, Listen, let them run around, find them a track or something, some field where they can throw a ball, let them play some basketball, whatever needs to be done. But I stand in solidarity with every parent that is having mom or dad camp because you get it, you understand. And even when you do put them in a regular camp, by the time you get them home, it's just almost like being at school and instead of them having education, they're just in fun. So I stand with all parents. But yes, Beyonce did drop her new hit this week. Uh, break my soul and it has come with some mixed reviews now a lot of people are saying that Beyonce stole the beat and all these different things other people are just like listen let me do all the things and dance now if you don't know I am definitely a part of the beehive so I have nothing bad to say about Beyonce it is what it is I love the song we're gonna be dancing we're gonna be outside we're gonna be doing all the things one of the things that we are going to talk about today as we bring our guests in is about joy 
And I know sometimes you hear the word joy and you put it together and you think that it has to do with happiness. But joy is one of those things that have nothing to do with the things that you have. It has nothing to do with the things that you're acquiring. Because I know people who are homeless but are joyful. Meaning they know they don't have anything, right? They know they don't have a roof over their head. They're striving to get that or whatever their situation may be. But they have joy. And I know that we all go through things. We all go through a gamut of things, different emotions, different parts of our lives, whatever the case may be. But just because you have hard time, just because you're stressed out, it is never, 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 never excuse to mistreat people, to talk bad about people, to do the things that you know would not be honorable to other people. And I get it. There's plenty of times when people do things to us and, you know, we want to retaliate, but that has nothing to do with just pure joy. So we're going to talk about what it is to to live in joy. And we're not talking about the type of fake joy that you have, because again, all of the things are happening in every, your life is great. We're talking about having joy, even in the midst, even in the midst of not having the things that you want or not having life go the way that you want. Listen, there are times when we have goals and aspirations and things that we're doing that honestly just don't make you feel joyful, right? And that's where the happiness comes in because you can have a happy moment and then not have joy, right? And it sounds weird to say that, but you can. So you can have something that happens. Let's say you get a phone call. Somebody is like, oh, I'm going to bless you with something and they give you some money, right? You would think you would have joy, but it could be just happiness. So you're happy about it. But when joy is there, you can have joy and happiness. When that money is spent and you've paid it towards your bills or you've used it for yourself, you have joy. That's when joy kicks in, right? But when you have happiness only and you don't have joy, you have happy moments. These are the moments that happen because of something else. So when you get blessed, when you get things, when people are doing you right, when things are going up. This week I've experienced joy, but having that level of happiness that was like fluctuating. And so this week I just decided what were the things that were going to bring me joy? And again, when we're talking about what will bring you joy, it does have to do with doing certain things that are tangible, but it's about what makes your soul happy, right? So that means what makes me feel fulfilled even when things are not going correctly. For instance, me tapping back into my workout, that made me feel joyful because it made me go back to the mindset of what it was like when I was out here hustling and bustling, trying to keep myself healthy, right? And that happiness along with that joy. So then of course, right after I did my workout, did my workout feeling good? Don't you know, life tried to hit real quick. I mean, super quick. It was almost like hang up a phone with someone and just life went downhill, like just down. But I had to keep reminding myself that the joy that I had of just getting up and doing something that I knew I needed, something that I actually enjoyed, and that allowed that happy moment to come back, right? And allowed the joy to take over. What are the things that you find that brings you joy? Is it helping others? Is it being assistant to someone? You know, and I don't mean in job wise, I mean, helping someone and being an assistant to someone, meaning you get pure joy of watching other people succeed, right? And I love that about there's some people that do that and they do it well, like good nurses. Nurses are a good field of people who love to do things for other people. Teachers, when they're good teachers and attentive and responsive and joyful and happy in the job that they're doing, they are a servant to other people. But I want to ask you, what are the things that bring you joy? 
For instance, I love being outside. That fulfills me. It makes me feel good about myself. I love the sun on my skin. I'm okay with rain. I'm not okay with snow. But being outside, regardless of the elements, is something about clearing your mind, clearing your space, and just being in the elements. That brings me joy. That may not be your story. You may be like, pump your brakes. Hold up. I got to be on the inside. I don't want to be outside in the sun. I don't want any rain on me. I definitely don't want the snow. That's where you and I would agree. And that may not be your thing. Your thing may be, let's say you're a coffee shop person, which I am as well. Being inside of a coffee shop may bring you joy. You don't even have to buy an expensive cup of coffee. You may not even buy a donut or snack or any of the above, but just simply being outside may be your thing or, or being in a coffee shop may be your thing. For me, coffee shops are just a wonderful place to be in. I love reading a book, doing some journaling, uh, doing some crossword puzzles, being on my laptop, people watching. Listen, people watching is a sport in case you didn't know. It is a full sport because when you're people watching, you just automatically make up a story according to what you're seeing, right? You got to make up a story because how else are you going to be able to know what they're doing? You make up conversations for them. You get to see what people's fashions are. You get to see how people's facial expressions are when they're crossing the street or they're eating something or they're having a heated debate. People watching is a sport. Those are things that you can do while you're in a coffee shop. Maybe you're the type of person that loves to be around your friends. So just having the energy of your friends bouncing off one another when it's good energy, right? That, that may be something that brings you joy. So you have to determine what are the things that bring you complete joy, meaning that you can do these things and they make you feel like you're on top of the world. You, you just feel good. You may have to go home after leaving the coffee shop to a bunch of stuff going on. You may leave from being outside and taking a, a brisk walk and come back into the home where you may have to fix something up. You may have bills to pay. You might have a lot of things going on, but the joy of being in those elements make you feel absolutely amazing. You have to find out what that is. And I would suggest that you find out what that is before you hook yourself up with someone. Now, I didn't say hook up with someone because you can do that without joy. But what I am saying to you is before you start to decide to build your life with someone else, regardless of whom that may be, I would suggest you find out what makes and gives you joy. Because a lot of times, and this is just maybe me, there were times, and especially in the beginning of our mar- of my marriage, can't speak for nobody else's, but the beginning of my marriage where I allowed or wanted my husband to figure that out for me, right? And when I felt like he wasn't figuring out, when I felt like he wasn't doing enough, when I felt like it was just, you know, all the things, then I began to attach my happiness, my joy onto his caboose right? So that means that, you know, he was doing the things that made him happy. He was doing the things that made him feel joyful, but here I was sour, bitter, upset, and then wanting him to come in and fix, fix, fix. So if you're in a relationship with someone, and if you're in a marriage with someone and you're discovering that your happiness is contingent upon the other person being happy, you need to do a reset. There is nothing worse than wanting your partner to supplement your, your joy. They have enough just trying to supplement their own, right? They have enough trying to be engaging. They have enough on their plate trying to go to work. They have enough on their plate trying to build a life with you, right? They don't have the energy. They don't have the resources. They don't have the bandwidth to then be your joy. They cannot be your joy. They cannot implement your joy. They cannot boost your joy. This is a personal walk. And oftentimes we confuse being happy with someone and joyful because of the lack of us not taking care of ourselves, right? And this is why. 
this is why we talk about self-care all the time. And this is why we talk about filling our cups. And this is why we talk about joy because without joy, how do you move through life. It doesn't matter what you're doing with work-wise, right? There's been plenty of people who have side hustles that they turn into businesses, right? There are people who go to work and they don't really like what they do, but they know it's a means to an end. They are just focused on taking care of their families and doing all the things. And so they find other ways to supplement their joy. You need to do the same. You may not be at that job that you want to be in. You may not be in the relationship that you want to be in, but the best relationship that you should be focusing on is where can you implement joy? So I want you to take the time as you're listening to this, you may be working out, you may be folding clothes because that's what I do when I listen to podcasts, but whatever it is, I need you to focus on what it is that brings you joy. And if you cannot figure this out, I want you to do a very, very, very simple exercise get a piece of paper and write down three things that you did this week that brought you joy. Write those things down. If you cannot write down three, then I want you to go back into next week and discover those three things that can bring you joy. Again, this is a personal activity. This is a personal assignment that you should do. And again, be clear of what that is. Sometimes it may be needing to make amends with a friend. Maybe that'll bring you joy because you've been a little bummed out about how the relationship ended and you want to try to at least get some closure. Do that. Nothing wrong with that. Reach out and talk to that friend. Find out how you can make amends. And if you discover that after you've had the conversation and you try to get clarity, it doesn't work, move along. But I want you to find out ways to increase your joy. To, I'll be honest with you, you really should be finding ways to increase your joy every day. And to be honest, it will start with gratitude. Sounds cliche, but it does start with gratitude. What are you grateful for? Yes, listen, when you grow up into a church, especially for my PKs, which are preacher kids, you say the three things. You, and test, it's called testimony service or praise and worship service. And you would get up and you would say, I like to give honor to God. And I want to thank God for my life, my health, and my strength, right? My life, my health, my strength. Now, maybe you never went to church. Maybe church is not your thing. You believe in whatever you believe in. That's not your thing. But those three things, life, health, strength, you can start off your gratitude with just that. Now, maybe your life isn't perfect. Maybe your health is failing. But the health that you do have, I'm grateful for the health that I have and help me to make my health better. I'm grateful for my life, but help me to get the areas in my life to become better. So before the naysayers say, well, my life isn't perfect, say that prayer. Thank you for my health and allow me to get my health in order in the places that need to be ordered. Thank you for my strength, the strength to get up every morning and deal with my family, to deal with my children. Thank you for the strength to deal with my spouse. Thank you for the strength to deal with myself. Listen, you can be in a room full of people, but discuss it with yourself. Thank you for giving me the strength to deal with me for the many times that I overreact, that I underreact for the many times that I don't meet the mark for the many times that I feel like I felt myself. Give me the strength and thank you for the strength that I have, but increase my strength so that I can do better in the areas that need it. Three things, but then I want you to add something else to it. Add two more things. What are specifically are you grateful for, for the day? You can do this as a, an assignment at night where you write down three things that you were grateful for and don't use the same three every single day. What happened in that day that you can be grateful for, right? Sometimes I'm grateful for missteps. I am a very clumsy person and there's been times where missteps have been a protection. So what do I mean by that? 
because I'm clumsy, I've had times where I missed that, but it landed me somewhere else that it protected me from a serious injury. So don't think that because you've fallen, and this is for people who fell or have fallen or have fallen, have many failures like I have had plenty of times in my life. Sometimes those failures, those mishaps, those missteps, they're protecting you and then leading you to a place of protection that you couldn't see. Now, that takes maturity to see that. That takes a huge ounce of maturity to see that. A huge, but it is. So as we listen to the today's episode, you're going to hear our guests talk about cancer and, and fighting through that. I mean, all the things. So without further ado, let's get to an ad and then we'll get to the episode. Today's podcast is sponsored by Athletic Greens. I personally use Athletic Greens because I don't like taking a bunch of supplements and vitamins. It's something about the pills that I just can't do every single day. And regardless of your lifestyle, whether you eat keto, vegan, dairy-free, whatever your lifestyle is, this will be for all. Also, we're all about saving money and it only costs you less than $3 a day. Not to mention, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. So that means five, at least 7,000 other people, including myself, who have used it and know the benefits of it. In addition, right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. That's right, one scoop in a cup of your water that you drink every day. That's it, no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Athletic Greens is going to give you one free supply, one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first pack purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition. On today's episode, our guest is Kristen Sparks. Kristen Sparks is an author, a speaker, podcaster of Roar, Roar with Sparks. In 2003, she suffered a fall that left her wheelchair bound and later battled and survived cancer. In 2000, 2001, she founded the Sister Word Foundation, which is a 510c3 nonprofit organization that celebrates, supports women on their journey of self-transformation. So without any further ado, Thank you, Kristen, for joining the Conversations with Toy Family. Well, happy Friday, Conversations with Toy Family. We are back again. Listen, I love when we can bring guests. You know how I feel about guests. Because I feel like although you do learn a lot from myself and the experiences that I've shared, you learn more when you bring more people to the table. So the more people we can bring to the table, it brings up a whole different level of locking in the information. You may find yourself, feel yourself, see yourself in our guests from experiences that they may share, things that they've gone through, where again, you feel like, oh, I might've been a unicorn, but you find out you're not because there's somebody else is like, oh my God, I went through that same thing. I know all about that. And so it kind of gives you that reassurance that you're normal, that you're healthy, that you're doing all the things that we as humans are doing, uh, regardless of your background, regardless of all the things, like we are literally human people in a human space. Right? So with that being said, I am going to bring in Ms. Kristen Sparks. She is the CEO of WIRE. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I probably am not. Because that's okay. It's Roar. Roar, Roar Inc. Yeah. And she is going to introduce herself like we always do on this show, the way she would like to be introduced. Take it away. 
Oh, thank you so much, Toy. This is really an honor to be here today. And I am a support and inspiration and guide for men and women who are willing to dig deep and really learn about themselves so that they can move themselves forward and the people around them. You know, I'm all about using your voice, which is where Roar came from. Um, Voices are power. I have a podcast called Roar with Sparks, How Loud Is Your Roar? Um, we just really like to get together with people and we're the same way, have a conversation. Let's talk about life. Let's talk about what's happening and let's talk about how to be more because we all, all need to up level a little. Just a little sometimes, sometimes a little, sometimes a little less than another day and a lot more the other day. Exactly. How did you get your start? And again, you know, I didn't realize until about I'm a blogger at first before I became a podcaster. And that's when I learned about using my voice in writing form to, you know, speak through my, my, my voice of channeling my blogs and talking about my story and just elevating stories. How did you get to that point where you're like, let me be a little bit more vocal about these things because maybe somebody needs this. Absolutely. You know, voice can come in a multitude of different ways, whether it's writing, art, speaking, podcasting, whatever way that you want to get your information out, get your life out um, and live it. For me, it's live it out front, live it wildly. But for what happened was in 2013, I got knocked down um, by the universe, I say. I wasn't in the right place doing the right things and needed to kind of move on. And in order to do that, um, they had to stop me in my tracks and took out my pelvis, um, took out my pedendal nerve, which runs everything in the pelvis. Um, And I have gone through multitude of surgeries. I went from being um, on opioids every day to having an allergic reaction and dying three times with that. Um, was in a scooter wheelchair situation, was told that that's where I was going to be. And that's the best I was going to be. Well, now I call myself a pole dancer. I dance with my safety poles. (laughs) I was like, wherever you're going with this, I'm all right with this. Yeah. I use a cane for as much as I can and a walker when I have to. Um, But I refuse to accept that. And then I got hit with cancer. I got hit with esophageal cancer and I have now been a year and a half free of that. Thank you to my surgeons and to my amazing, amazing staff at, at Florida cancer shout out to them. Um, yeah, you know, I have come through that. They were able to do things that I just never expected. Um, but I knew at that point that I really needed to use my voice. I really needed to shout out loud that life is worth living and it's worth living in joy. And so that's my specialty is living in joy and what I call the quagmire. Yeah, let's talk about the quagmire and living in joy. Because yeah. Again, we hear so many stories of the negative things we hear. I mean, literally, if, even if you don't have, like some people are like, I don't have a TV. I don't watch the news. Like you don't have to, if you have a cell phone, if you are breathing, if you are living, you're going to hear it on the radio. Like there's just, we're always inundated with this. Everything is going to be like the worst possible situation. And I'm not saying that things aren't bad and I'm not saying that things don't exist. And I'm not saying that things don't happen, but how do you go from experiencing the level of 
whatever negative you feel, whatever you've experienced, and then saying, you know what, let me live in joy. What does that mean to you? Well, honestly, it's, you know, I was, I'm still in a lot of pain. I deal with it on a constant basis. It just, you know, it happens, but it's not yours. It's mine. And I don't need to make your life miserable because I have pain. I don't need to make your life miserable because I have issues, you know, whatever those might be. I really believe that if we share a smile, if we share a laugh, that your life is going to be touched and so much better. And so is mine. Oh my goodness. I get a moment where I'm not having to live in that pain. I'm not having to live in what I call the quagmire. And, and, you know, if you don't know what quagmire is, look it up. It is a pile of horse. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we all go through that. We all live in that, the quicksand that pulls us down but we don't have to do it miserably and we don't have to pass on that misery to everyone else. And so that's what I mean by living in the quagmire. Well, I love that because again, we don't talk enough about, about that because again, we say, well, I was having a bad day. That's the excuse that we give when we give our issues and our situations more light than whatever else is going on in the world. And sometimes we say, well, you know, I was having a bad moment or I was having this bad, you know, whatever. And even like, as a parent, I'm teaching my children, like, listen, you're entitled to have bad moments. Like it's, it is what it is. Absolutely. We all have them, no matter how high and jolly we seem to be, we all have these moments. Right. Yes. And, and, and sometimes some days they come out a little bit better than some, right. The responses of those yes. bad days come out better than some, but like I explained to my children, like, you're not, it's not okay for you to push what you're going through on other people so that now I have to internalize and figure out what's going on with you while I'm yet figuring out me. And, you know, we can't allow, or I feel like a lot of times we don't relate that message that we are in control or responsible for our own personal responses. Yes, we we are. We don't want to take any uh, accommodations or, or, or responsibility for that. Right. In fact, I, do you know Jack Canfield? He yes. was one of the co-creators of the Chicken Soup for the Soul. He is one mm-hmm. of my mentors. Um, and he talks about taking 100% responsibility for everything that you do. And his formula for that is E plus R equals O. And E is the event. The R is the response to that event equals your outcome. I am so impressed by that that I have it tattooed on my arm now. Y'all can't see it, but I do. It's there. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, that's it a is. great reminder when you're having one of those moments, just look right at your arm and see that. Absolutely. Because it's, you know, I can't, I can't control what happens to me in a given day. I can't control what the events are, but I can absolutely control what my response is to those events. And if I get outcomes, I don't like well, that's because I didn't do something with my response, with my reaction to whatever the event was. Um, and I just, you know, my biggest mission in this world is to change this conversation from blame, shame, and guilt to love, joy, and grace. You know, I believe that it is absolutely our responsibility to bring to other people the right to not live in their own shame and guilt. You know, we are human. 
we make mistakes. We do things that we wish we hadn't. You know, there are regrets in life, but we don't have to live in the shame and the guilt of that. And we certainly don't have to blame the rest of the world for it because we, there was something in there that we did. No matter what the situation event was, there was something in there that we either had a challenge we needed to learn, we had um, some kind of some kind of reaction Mm -hmm. to the event. Um, So there's always something within any event or outcome that we have had a response to, we have had a reaction to, we have had a result from that we can take responsibility for and move on. We don't have to sit in it. You right. know, we don't have to sit in the misery. We don't have to sit in the quagmire. We don't have to make everybody around us miserable because we chose a certain path, a certain way, a certain idea, a certain thing that we did, a decision that we made. Right. So, yeah, I mean, we're just, we're all human. We are, we make mistakes. We move on. We go on, you know. With your 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 company Roar, Roar you're yes. using your voice and yes, you know, social media has amplified. Oh yeah, <laughs> social social media has amplified everyone. You know, basically using their voices, and I honestly feel too. A lot of people who were not using social media, obviously before the pandemic, obviously have been using it quite often, quite well, quite in different ways. Um, yes. On social media, is there ever a time where you feel like, yes, we're using our voices, we're speaking about our stories, we're getting ourselves out there, but is there ever a time for us to like maybe figure out the right thing to say, or is there just like just say it? Like, how do you feel about that? No, I I absolutely believe that we need to check ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, um, whether it's your attitude or whether it's you know what you're saying. Um, just because we have a voice, just because we have the ability to spew something does not mean that we need to. Do you, do you really need to relive my trauma? Right. You know, if, whether I'm writing it, whether I'm, I'm speaking it, whether I'm sharing it on social media, I don't need to relive my trauma and I don't need you to relive my trauma. You just need to know that I learned something from that. Right. Um, I don't... I think there's an awful lot of hiding behind the screen that goes on, you know, you don't see me. So therefore it's okay for me to say anything. And really it comes down to, you know, no different than what we did when we were in school and you were getting, having someone bully you or being a bully. Yeah. There is a time that we need to check ourselves and to really pay attention to what and how we're treating our other humanity, you know, that we are a humanhood, you know, we are sisters and brothers and fathers and mothers. And, you know, we just, when I talk on social media, when I talk on my podcast, I think about who, or I think about my grandkids, would they want to hear this? Would they want to, you know, just because grandma can say it doesn't mean she should. (laughs) And I think about that. I talked about that a few weeks ago on the podcast. Um, You know, sometimes 
again, be creating the space. Like I always find a way to create the space that I'm on. If I'm on social media to create that space where I'm using it for some type of common good. Meaning it doesn't have to be joyful. It could be something that is right. a, comp a subject that may be hard to discuss or may be hard, whatever. But when I put my voice out there, I need to be sure one that I can 100% stand on those words. Um, a lot of people believe that once they put it out there that they have a freedom of speech and freedom is, of speech is beautiful, but it's not a freedom from responsibility. And so a lot of times I try to remember that because, you know, it could come back to, you know, as a, you know, with me and my blog as a brand, it could, you know, all these different things. And so being more mindful of what I'm saying, the things that I'm doing is really, really clear for me. Um, I will admit in the beginning when I was on social media, I probably didn't consider that in the beginning, just like, eh, we're just talking about a topic and then just, you know, saying whatever, but in the grand scheme of things, like learning how to use my voice in all forms, all forms in the way that it's going to be, you know, resonates with me. And again, I do have kids too. So I need to be more mindful of, you know, I don't want to say anything that's going to directly embarrass them where their friends is like, oh my God, I can't believe your parents said that. You know what I mean? So just being aware. I do. I do. Absolutely. Being aware of other people, being aware of, you know, how they feel, how, you know, they may hear you because life, you know, is all about perception. And we may be driving in the same car going down the same road, but just we are not going to have the same experience. And it's the same thing when we're talking, you know, we need to be mindful of how someone else might perceive what we're saying or doing or speaking about. Yeah. And it's, it's not, not being authentic to ourselves or true to ourselves. Um, it absolutely is. We can stand in our truth. We can stand in our authenticity and our honesty and our openness and still be mindful of other people. Absolutely. What are some of the, what, if I could ask you three things that you feel like you've gotten from your journeys from the cancer, from the, you know, sick, like all of those things, what are the top three things that you feel like stays with you all the time? I'll tell you the biggest one is that life is worth living every single second of it, you know? And for me, you know, it, that doesn't mean that I'm out doing whatever it is that I want to do all the time. Sometimes it's, it's taking responsibility for my life and, and being the adult, um, sometimes it is playing more because life really is worth living and, and play is such an important integral part of that. And if you watch a child, especially in the two to three range, mm -hmm. they are so good at this. You know, they so get the time when they need to stand up and stand back and, and pay attention. And then they also get the time where it's wild. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Yes, it is a free for all. Let's play. Let's really enjoy life. Um, and then I think the the things that are spend time with people that are important to you, you know, because you never know what is around the next corner. You never know when, you know, the universe is going to knock you down. Um, so make sure that when it's important to you that you follow through. And when you get that insight, you know, you get that little nudge in the back of your mind to go do something, do it. Cause it's, that's, that's a huge calling. Um, and smile as much as possible because <laughs> yes. it feels really good. Even when you're not in a good mood, if you can smile for just a second, it changes everything. 
And it changes everyone around you. It does. It, it really does. does. You walk into the room and you're already going through something and then you see somebody else's face is just as sour and you're just like, why am I here? Like, why did yeah. I, why did I, you know, come here? What, what, what is my purpose for being in this moment? So it does, it does change. It does. It absolutely does. I love how you talked about how children play. Um, because again, we don't realize just how much kids are so like, they don't have that fear factor until they start becoming like teenagers about who they are. And so if they look weird dancing, they just dance. They anyway. don't care. They don't care if exactly. they get the steps right. Like they don't really, you know, map it out the way that we as adults do. And I feel like sometimes as adults, we kind of forget that freeness and I get it. We have stress bills, uh, life, uh, you know, everything coming on us, but you know, have a dance party, do something that's going right. to throw you into like a point of joy because, you know, you cannot carry this, you know, this burdens every single day uh-uh. and not have at least a joyful moment every day. Um, even with my own kids, like when I find it, if like, especially with like my son, if I find like, I can't get through to him and he's just, you know, his, his attention is going crazy. I will throw on his favorite song in a hot minute and be like, let's just dance. Cause it breaks that moment up and it just puts him in a different headspace. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and if you're paying bills, put on Lady Gaga (laughs) (laughs) or whatever your favorite song is, you know, because then it changes. Right. She'll get you together. You'll be like, well, now you ain't worried about those bills. You're like, you're in, you're full blown. Like you think you're, you're reaching those notes and you're not there, but you're still having a good time. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Dance is amazing. That was probably when the accident happened, the thing that I said I would miss the most is dancing. And that's really what kept me going was I can get to a point where I can dance again, you know, and it's not like I'm a, you know, famous dancer or background or anything else. Cause I'm not, right. you know, it's the dance, like nobody is watching dance. <laughs> the two-year-olds do that I wanted to do again. And it's just, it changes everything. What are some of the ways that you, you know, how do you incorporate self-care? Because I know self-care is a buzzword now, although I'm grateful that people are taking more in tune to their self-care and we're in and, and, and helping themselves to become better. But what do you really do for self-care? Because self-care means different things for everybody. It does. And for me, I meditate every day. And if I don't meditate, I know it. I, I there's a huge difference in my own attitude, you know. And so I have to stop and and do a little breathing. But you know, I meditate every day. I do yoga once to twice a week, um, and I try and spend um, at least an afternoon in the pool. And you know, like not, not everybody gets that opportunity, but you know, spend it doing something that you really really enjoy your own personal self. Um, that's self-care to me. And are you, and, and, are you, and I know you said you do those things, some of those activities daily, but do you have a morning or night to, nighttime routine? I do. When I get up in the morning, um, before I even touch the floor, I say, thank you. Mm. Yeah. You know, that is, that is the number one thing that I do, even when the dog is scratching the cage and it's like, I want to sleep for another half an hour. It's like, okay, I'm awake. Say thank you because I'm awake, you know? (laughs) 
Like that's so, the battle right there. Like right? what's coming is I'm awake. I have another opportunity to make this yep. better. Right. Exactly. And then I do my meditation. I do that before I have my coffee, because if I met, you know, I have my coffee and then I meditate, I'm kind of bouncing and that doesn't really make much sense to me. So it took me a while to learn that. Um, and I meditate anywhere from 10 minutes to two and a half hours, if that's what I feel like doing. Um, and if I want to spend that much time meditating, I get up earlier. Ah, I was about to say, so, I'm like, wait a minute. How does that, how does that, how would that work for two hours? But I yeah. get it. I would have to, you would have to get up in order to compensate for the time and then go about. Yes, okay. exactly. Exactly. And then I have my coffee and then I go about my day and then I get ready for what's next. Um, and then at night I am not as, as rigid at night as I am in the morning. But before I go to sleep, I try to save my gratitudes, what I'm grateful for from the day. Um, and then I might even do some affirmations. I love doing the affirmation in the morning in the mirror when I brush my teeth of just saying hi, and I love you just exactly the way you are. Now, when um, you first started doing affirmations, was it, was it uncomfortable? Because some people, oh would, yeah, you know, some people who have never done it or are starting that process, they may feel like, why am I feeling like this? And everybody else seems to just like, be, like when you see people doing it on as content, that's because they're trying to encourage you to do it. It's not because it all of a sudden feels, it, it may right. not feel as normal in the beginning when you first started. Cause like, you're looking at yourself. And you're telling yourself all these different things. And sometimes you feel like you may believe in it. Sometimes you feel like you might not, but it's a absolutely, process. it's a process. Mm -hmm. and, and, and for someone who's listening, who may not, who may be in the beginning stages or who has never taken that leap, like how would you encourage them to do so? Well, you know, the easiest way is to start it off with, I am mm -hmm. happy and grateful, whatever. You know, just a simple sentence of I am happy and grateful that I got up today. I'm happy and grateful that I had the opportunity to take a shower. The water's running through my house. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am happy and grateful that I have a bicycle to get to work, whatever it might be. I'm happy and grateful that, you know, I woke up this morning. So, you know, it can be as small as, as I got out of bed to, you know, as big as I got to buy a new car today, or I got a new job, whatever it might be. Um, but if you can make it simple, if you can always keep it simple, that is the best way to do it. And my favorite, my absolute favorite affirmation is literally to look myself in the mirror and say, I love you exactly the way you are. Wow. That and if is, you're, that's powerful. It's powerful. Yeah. It really is. Do that for 30 days and your confidence will go through the roof. Yeah. When you think about the fact that we focus on so much on the things that we need to fix and the things that we don't like and telling yourself that you love this yourself the way that you are, meaning that if you never changed, I mean, you will, but if you never change, that you love just the essence of who you are at this moment, yep. that's, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I love that. I love that. Thanks. So can you let everyone know how can they get in contact with you, follow your journey, um, and then see what you're about online on the socials? How can they follow you? Well, the easiest way is to go to my website, which is W-R-A-R-I-N-C.com. 
Um, from there, you can get to my Roar with Sparks podcast. You can get to um, my Roar Inc. Facebook page, um, to everything. So W-R-A-R-I-N-C.com. Now, this is your first time listening. You already should know that you probably are either probably doing a bunch of nothing or you could be as on your workout bike or folding up laundry. And so you didn't catch any of that. You you, you heard it, but you were like, ah, I didn't write it down. Don't worry. I'm going to write and keep everything very much clickable in the show notes. So all you have to do is click on it and then it will do all the things for you. And you should be able to get to uh, Kristen so that you can follow her and all the things that she has going on and things she may have coming on in the future. So she is a podcaster too. So make sure you listen to her podcast, which I will make sure I link in the show notes as well. We want to make sure that we're supporting um, others because listen, it's not always easy, right? To come out here and put yourself out here, whether it be your voice uh, or by blog, like I do or however, but you know, we do it because it's, it's part of a calling to be honest with you for those who do it and they do it because they truly love it. It's because it's a calling. Absolutely. Absolutely. And please do come to the website. We've got this amazing retreat series. that's going to start this fall called the I do me. Um, it's removing doubt, learning how to, to be the goddess that you are inside. So we'd love oh, to have you. Absolutely. I love that. Um, so thank you so much for being a part of our conversation, because again, we want to help as many people as we can to relate I mean, that's the biggest thing about relating to each other and yes. hearing one another and then being able to, you know, resonate with something and then taking that and then moving that into your life. Somebody listening today may have heard for the first time how simple affirmations can be. And for that, they may start it and that may take something off into their life and grow with them. And we never know where these conversations can go, but we know that conversations are just a part of the story and that goes along with your journey. So we're grateful to have you with us. Yes. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It was an absolutely wonderful conversation. <laughs> absolutely. So what did you think? It's always my hope that it's just not a podcast that I put out just because I love it because I do. But in every podcast, there's something that should hopefully resonate with you. Hopefully you heard something from Kristen or myself that made you think, made you want to do better or just made you laugh or even made you think about the times that you've had your moments and how you're deciding to either use your voice to help someone else or you're going to just do something else that's going to help yourself to become better. There's nothing wrong with that. I always hope that the episodes are helpful to you, that, that you can use them, that you can push something into your life, pull something out of your life that shouldn't be there and put something in its place. Whatever the case that you need, I'm hoping that this episode did that just for you. I love, 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 love bringing these different episodes with you. And I love bringing a guest because again, a guest will bring in a different perspective that you might not even have considered. Um, we're all different, right? We come from different backgrounds. We come from different walks of life. But the one beautiful thing about all the things that we, that make us us is the ability to come together, right? So for this weekend, I hope that you have a good Friday because you know, Fridays is our day. Like I know we're not supposed to live for Friday, but it's something about that completion of the traditional work week where we could just let our hair down just a little. This weekend is going to be an extremely busy weekend for Philadelphia. If you live in or near the Philadelphia area and you're not out and about, 
Now that's your choice if you don't choose to be. Listen, get your rest, hang out with your family and friends. But if you're looking to get out and do some things, if you listen and look at the podcast or the blog, I should say, I'm going to post Friday's uh, blog into the episode. You are going to want to see the things that are going down because there are quite a few activities happening in or near the Philadelphia area. So if you're interested, get out, get a little bit of fresh air. It's going to be a semi-hot weekend. So I want you to go ahead and enjoy your weekend. For the cocktail of the day or the drink of the day, it's red a red and white blue layered cocktail is extremely beautiful which you know I'm going to leave in the show notes so that you can make it you can make it with or without alcohol I'm going to add some alcohol to mine because that's just what I do but yes this is called the red white and blue layered cocktail so enjoy for those who are going to make that um that cocktail and let me know how it works out other than that I wish you nothing but the most blessed weekend and a great, amazing Friday. Listen, we're almost done with June. Can you believe that? We are legit almost done with June. By the time I come back again, it'll be July. So this is, this is like the last episode for July because, you know, these weeks are just going super duper fast. Now, today is also take your dog to work day. So if you're listening to this early enough, take your dog to work. If your job permitted, listen, don't tell them people that I told you to do it. I'm just telling you that's the national holiday. That's up to you what you do. Also, it's also national food truck day. I love a, an amazing, good food truck. Um, there's so many food trucks around. I hope you live in a place where you can get a good food truck food. Cause I'm telling you something about it. It just hits a little different. So those are the two holidays for the day. You have your drink for the day. And I just hope you have a good weekend. And so we will be back next week with a new episode. It'll be welcoming in July because listen, this summer is not playing games. Time is just speeding through. We're already six months in and we're about to get to the last six months out. So have a great day, have a great weekend and see you back with Conversations with Toy. Thank you as always for joining me. And I know that even in the deepest or joyful conversations, that there's something we can learn and apply. Until next time, I hope that you are doing better. If not, we will be back to talk some more and handle it. Peace to you and yours. Stay grounded.